Well, well, I'll explain the rest later. Uh, this is uh, dread for DigiBridge. <laughs> I'm back in the Higgy. Here it is. Uh, I'm in the the Peasy, which as, is what it as was. Rebecca Black might say, it's Friday. Friday, we're gonna get down on Friday. That's good to know. Yeah. So we call the conference room here, or the uh, the podcast the, studios, the, studios, the yes. Peasy, the Peasy, because on the wall. It says easy peasy, easy, lemon squeezy. There's a big bowl of plastic lemons, uh, which really makes you want to uh, toss them at a neighbor. I don't know what it makes you want to do, but I, I I think it's fine. I don't question Garrett's wisdom in putting them there. You can't. I could. I don't. You can't. How you doing? I'm well. I'm very well. How are you? Uh, I'm topped. May top, toppest of all shelves. Oh, good. May I make a, an observation that uh, it appears as though you have made a triumphant return to the gloom. Oh yes, very. Thank you for pointing yeah. that out. I uh, after a period of had some injury and yeah. depression, and then not depression, just not working on. Then followed by a repat, which is taper backwards. Yep. Uh, oh, Yowen, I um, was DSG dyna- dynamically shame goaded. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it wasn't by Cindy. No, he he can't he can't get to you. See, the thing about bat flipper is they can aggravate you, but they cannot dynamically shame goad you. Because oh, shame okay. is a meaningless, it, yeah, it has no, yeah, it has, has no, no meaning, nothing in their world, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I was dynamically shame goaded by my shield lock, ah, okay, which caused me to go to a workout every day this week. Uh, I think last week I went to one, maybe or mm-hmm. two. I, mm-hmm. I, I worked out every day, but I was doing a lot yeah. of OYO repat. So uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I was going to ask how, how you feeling. I'm feeling good. I got. I'm in day 28 of whole 30. Woo! Maybe. So I've got tiger blood. How many of those things, those habits? Because I know Whole30, my wife did it at one point. <coughs> it's fairly intense. Uh, it's in terms a, it's of wh- a radical change yeah. unless you already were eating healthy. How many case. of those things are you going to carry over? Well, the way, they, the way they recommend that you do it is you carry it all over, but you add every week or so, mm-hmm. you add something carefully. Like re- reintroduce. Reintroduce something. Uh-huh. And there's some things... They don't mean, oh, now you can have Oreo cookies. It, right, it, it, right. You know, see how that works. It's more like reintroduce maybe cheese or something. So a little okay. bit of cheese yeah. or, you know, uh, something that you, corn. Could no. you sustain this indefinitely, though? I could not. Well, okay, I'm sorry. Would the intention ever be for a person to sustain this The intention is fully for people. Because the idea behind it is is that uh, the way we now eat as Americans, I, don't, I can't speak the entire world, sure. is completely backwards. Mm. Is that we are unwitting dupes and slaves to the the, the food industrial complex, big big agra, big food, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and that 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 the food industrial con- complex employs crafty scientists uh-huh. who conjure up tastes and and fake synthetic foods that we cannot stop eating and have little or no nutritional value, and then they spray them with vitamins and say they're fortified. And they say they're low fat when they're full of sugar. Uh, the marketers and the branders use every trick in the book uh-huh. to to keep you unwittingly enslaved to them. It all and, sounds fine to me. And when you put them in your mouth, <laughs> uh-huh. they achieve results that are not possible in nature. Yes. And okay. then you become addicted to it. And none of it's good for you. And it causes inflammation and disturbs... The, your production of insulin makes you overproduce insulin, which leads to diabetes too and all other sorts of ills. But the main thing it does is it gets you on this food loop where you can't possibly be full because you're never, yeah. you're just unnutri- it's not whole. Right. 
Right. Right? That's what Whole30 And your brain right? is like, please, and I am not full. You must feed me. You just jacks up your system, and over a course of years, that jackness can't be remedied. So for someone who's been eating poorly for years and sure. is susceptible to, yeah. to say, grains— Okay. Yeah. To take a to take one or seeds, they would be dynamically and adversely affected by the the unwholesome diet provided by the food industrial complex. Mm. Whereas somebody like me, my I, I think I'm kinda like like I'm an old Ford F one fifty truck, you can put gas, you know, yeah, regular you gas, get, you can kerosene corn oil, it doesn't yeah, matter. Like, right. So I got <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm not a Ferrari. It's like it's just yeah. like but I will say this. There's yeah. no doubt yeah. in my legalistic military mind that this is the proper way to eat. Mm. There's also no doubt in my mind that I cannot sustain it. Fair enough. I, I mean yeah. it's just yeah. too takes too much rigor. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to allow it, I hope, to have it change my behavior mm-hmm. to a great extent, but I'm not going to expect to and, be able to adhere to it. And was the impetus for doing so more of like a cleanse, or was it to lose some weight, or what was sort it's, of the... It's not really a weight loss thing. Okay. In fact, I think I've only lost three pounds. I've lost a full inch on my waist, on my fupa. Oh, okay. Uh, it's It it doesn't really do that, It, but it does... Um, Number one, it makes you feel really good. Yeah, well, energetic, well, clear-eyed, yeah. helps you sleep. You know, uh, helps improves your sleep and many other things. But the main thing for me is that I feel like it's reduced inflammation in my joints, which uh, I can attest is a huge, huge, huge thing. problem. Yeah. So I feel, you know, I, I, I tiger blood, tiger blood, right? Yeah. So it's it it's done all that. Adonis DNA. It's done all that, uh, and I've got three more days. This okay. Is, I got today, and I have got two, two more days. So Saturday and Sunday. So um, I'm going to put something in Monday. I just don't know what it is. But it won't be a box of Oreo cookies. <sighs> That's probably good. <laughs> I mean, quinoa or something. Oh, yay. Yeah. Guess what? You can eat quinoa now. <laughs> I didn't want to do it before. Why would I? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah. we'll see. Would I you... think actually what I'm going to do is uh, eat a little cheese in the morning. Because uh-huh. right now I'm eating, you know, unprocessed bacon like bacon with nothing it's hard to find because there's sugar in the bacon all oh yeah, yeah. Okay. but you, you can find it or sausages costco sells these sausages that have just nothing in them but turkey sausage you know? it's just... and, and uh but that and eggs and i've been eating that for with salt pepper and tabasco sauce <laughs> three meals a day for, for a month <laughs> no, i've been eating that for breakfast for 30 days yeah yeah and i'm like ah you know so i think i might go back to my uh somewhat healthy breakfast thing that i eat you know yeah. poppies every morning oh yeah it's okay. got yeah yeah which is you it's know egg whites right? and sausage and yeah, yeah and it's got some cheese in it yeah and it's, yeah. it comes in a wrap okay so that would be a and and see how i feel see how that affects me interesting that, that's my plan dark uh would you ever uh would you ever uh consider beans in part of this do you eat beans so uh beans are are beans are a no-go okay uh, although every once in a while they reintroduce something, or they say, we've changed our mind about this, and they tell you why. So, for instance, potatoes used to be off limits. Uh, okay. They changed that. Uh, lentils were off limits, but lentils are now on limits, which is uh, good because I, I, I'm a lentil eater. Yeah. No, I think they're good. Right. So yeah. maybe beans someday. That, huh. I forget the reason why beans are not, uh, are, are not a whole food. I just can't recall, but they're not. Interesting. Peas, uh, corn. That kind of stuff. Also not. 
not well. And maybe that has something to do with the fact like corn and peas and stuff at this point are grown with so much. Corn's a seed. I mean, that's that's. Oh, what is that what it is? As, as are peas. Oh, okay. I didn't know if it was like uh, because they're so genetically <laughs> mutated or well, everything is ge- everything that's genetically <clears throat> mutated. So like cucumbers are on. How about genetically mutated? No. Uh, okay. Anything that's been tampered with by the uh, the food, the food industrial, industrial complex, complex, the FIC, the FIC yeah. is um, is is off limits, right? Huh. Is off limits because there's so much junk in there. Crazy, you know. Another thing about beans, it's the musical fruit. Uh, yes, and uh, we have beautiful footage of it. Can we roll it? We can. And, and we're, we're back. back. <laughs> we're putting the band back together. What would you say you do here? We're on a mission from God. Who is the minivan centurion? He's not simply a husband, father, and a good neighbor, although he is all of those things. He's also the coarse twine that holds the fabric of our community together, fighting to keep us united in the face of those who would split us apart. Most importantly, the Minivan Centurion is the special trustee of the legacy of liberty, which has been passed through generations of tired and bloody hands from the original men who first founded and then fought to build this nation. The Minivan Centurion is you. He's me. He's every man who lives third, holds the middle, and seeks to stay in the fight. Thanks to Duke, the... uh, That's right. Uh, bean dog The bush beans the bush dog. Be- It's Duke right? Yeah You were yeah. trying to tell me It was Sandy or something You're so full of it <laughs> <laughs> So we just dropped uh, The conclusion Yeah To the Minivan Centurions The final uh, installment uh, At the risk of sounding Sycophantic um, Your charges At the end of All of the books That you have written Of which I have read Of which I believe There are three uh, Are great Thank you I love them Honored Yeah yeah, so I try to I try to wrap it up with a charge, as you said, yeah. a um, an exhortation to go out and then put yeah. what you've read, if it's been um, material helpful. to you, helpful to you. Put it now. It's time to to put it into action. Otherwise, what's the point, right? Yeah, maybe just just. I mean, education's nice sure. and all, but it ought to lead you to do something. That's right. Rather than just know some stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we were given the charge. We were given the what now? Not the now what. Yes, it's the what now. The what now, you know. Yeah. So if if you if these things resonate with you, right? You you feel like you are obligated to or honored, have the honor to love and protect your family. You feel that you are an asset to your community, mm-hmm. and that your uh, it is your responsibility to fight to hold the middle of the nation. Will you? Because there are still people that may believe all that, oh, yeah. but are not, but are not willing, willing to do so. And if you don't, that's the point of what now. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not what now. It's so funny. You know what it is? It's what then. Ah, I'm glad you said that. It's my fault because I'm... Well, you know what? I met with a guy today. We we're talking about a lot of what nows. It's what then. So I'm just going to go ahead and I rarely do this. Is I'm just going to... Read pick, it? I'm, gonna, I'm not going to read the whole thing. No, no, but, but uh, pull, pull from the... Uh... Yeah, um, pull from it. Um, and this is right at the end. It just says, you know, yet despite that knowledge, and this is the knowledge that... Uh-huh. That um, this is important. These things are important. You might still hesitate to join the cadre that is dedicated to leading that defense. Why me? You might ask. Isn't there someone else? Fair question. Yeah. Right? If uh, if that is where you are, 
we have only a single and final question for you. If for lack of men willing to stand and fight for the middle and now, and the now dimming light of liberty is allowed to finally and fully flicker out in Freedom's Park, what then, mm. in this broken world for those placed under your protection by the Creator, what then for them, my brother, and what then for you, when you return home to Him, meaning God, to account for all that you have done and all that you have left undone while you were here? Mm-hmm. What then? So what then? that's that's the exhortation to say, you know, uh, of course, my belief system, which you share, uh, I believe that I will sit at the judgment seat of Christ, mm-hmm. right, as we all must, mm-hmm. and that I will be called to account for the things done while, while in the body, whether good or bad. Yep. Uh, and uh, if I, in knowing what I know, certainly having written what I wrote, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. What then, since God has decided to equip me with the you know the three dots, right? Right. Strength, courage, and commitment mm-hmm. made me a man, right? For this purpose, yeah. To do these things, if I don't do them, yeah. With not, I knowingly decline to do so. What then here for those who I don't love and protect? What then for my community, my community to which I decline to be an asset. What then for my nation, which I decline to fight for? What then here? It's a yeah. you know, good question, right? You know, But more importantly, because it's eternal, what then in heaven? When Christ, and I believe because I believe in him that I will find myself there, what then when I count to him, to yeah. my maker? What does your eternity look like now? Yeah, that's yeah. right. What's, what then? So that was the point of that, of that chapter. Yeah. But you know, you could say what now, and in other words, what what are you going to do now? Which yeah, is, and I think, right. and so you know, and right. we got was nows and F three and stuff. So I think that's where I got confused. <laughs> we got so many, we got yeah. so many things keeping them straight. Full time job. Yeah. Uh, but that's what the point of that this the culminating part of the chapter is is to is to is to make these points right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and hopefully and, they're useful. You know, we always administer the uh, the oath to each other in, in three parts, but there's five in the in the chapter yeah so uh thanks for pointing that out i yeah. was gonna save this a little later but now that you know i'm gonna okay it out. i'll uh wait no no don't wait i don't wait. Say... it's a good it's a good, <laughs> it's a good lead-in so sure. uh here's the question yeah you know in the preceding chapter you know the last chapter before the conclusion uh is, is about the cadre right, right? and this is the right. small group of leaders around which a larger entity can be formed uh this would be the cadre of many advanced centurions right mm-hmm. the men who hold together right so uh, if you're considering that, if you've read this book, and which is the point, you've gotten through right, it, right? and you've read it, and you're like, I think I want to join. You know, yeah. uh, I'm not MC I, Curious right, anymore. Right, so we have five questions for you. you know, yeah. we, as we've gone through the first 12 weeks of this, 11, 11 this weeks of this 12. podcast, yeah. you know, we've dealt with only three questions, but here it expands out a little. Yeah. And I wanted to save it for the end, and which here, is why I did. So here's is. the first question, which yes. you've heard before. Yeah. Is it your primary purpose to love and protect your family. So a little bit different. Yeah. We usually yeah. say, will you love? Will you, yeah. Is it your primary purpose? So here in, a, in the culminating chapter, in the conclusion, in the what then, uh-huh. we are saying a little more. Do you believe that is the main thing you're supposed to do? Right. Now this would, I hope, conform with the Q source if you've read it. Yes. Uh, we have the concept of the concentrica, which I heard you uh, explained oh, yeah. to, to drop, mock, mic drop uh, yes, on uh, on the forty three, which uh-huh. is excellent, by the way. It's press box, but it's close press enough. box. Yeah, <laughs> his son is Mike Drop. No, his son was Altoona or something like that. Anyway, I don't remember something like that. Uh, Smidlap. So, uh, <laughs> s- same idea, right? Yeah, is 
the main thing, what is it you say you do here? Well, if you don't, and it is your not primary purpose to, to love and protect your family, you're not doing it right. That's your primary purpose. Yeah. So question number one. this is the first time you've heard that and it hurts your feelings, we're sorry, but. Uh, actually, we're not really sorry. Oh, we're sorry. We're Cobain sorry. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. All apologies. Yeah. Right. So question number one of five. Yeah. Is it your primary purpose to love and protect your family? And and if I may interject, I was on a call today with a bunch of guys uh, for the Unlocked Leader. And one of the things that I, I helped them to differentiate is because we talk a lot about personal purpose. Right. And you're, the reason you are here. You have found, by the way, some dug deep to find some purposeful purpose people to quote <laughs> and to cite. I was just like, I read those things. I was like, who's this guy? Oh, yeah. Or it's somebody uh, I'm like, I don't like. Don't think of a guy sure. associated with it, you know? I mean, yeah, right? Like, there's something that's surprising. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, so if you well, pull Don, out, Gandhi, yeah, I don't you know, want to you, quote that. If you pull guy. out Gandhi or Martin Luther King, I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, I'm with sure. you. That, yeah. But I mean, you're going deeper than that. You're yeah, like, yeah. quotes worth rapido down there. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, digging I, out, digging up bones. I try to read a lot. Uh, well, I'm glad. As it is, I believe what I what I wish to be my purpose. Good. purpose I Good. Anyway, anyway, so I, distru- I disrupted your <clears throat> not your, a problem. You're sitting with these guys, and I and I want and I helped because we we talk a lot about personal purpose. And your personal purpose is really more of the, uh, this this way I'd characterize it to him, is, is really more of the, what's my role in the big movie of life, right? My my individual contribution kind of right. a thing. I'm the best boy. But Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm the key grip, right? Gaffer. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to be a gaffer, though. Be. Be gaffer, too. Just gaffer so you know. Too. Just saying. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the idea, though, that there is, because some guys think, oh, well, my my purpose is only to love and protect my family, right? And it's more like a, that's every every man's universal purpose, primary and universal yeah, purpose that that was imbued into him by God. That is, yes, that is what you are here to do. And if you do nothing else on the planet do and that. only do that, do that, you're good to go. That's why it's first. Yeah, that's why it's primary. Exactly. Yeah. So. So the thing is, if if that's all you can manage while you're here, right. you're 84 years or whatever right. the average is now, then don't fret because you're good to go. Sure. But we're just trying to say, hey, take it one step further. So but some guys confuse, I think, and go and, and think, well, you know, because they, they're, they're feeling forlorn in their execution of that duty. And I say, no, 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 <coughs> you know, don't, don't get upset. Don't get worried about that. Like, th- focus. This is the one. Right. Like. You're doing it right. Right. Yeah. And uh, that was that was Mike Drop's thing. It's, it's Dad's Edge, right? Yeah, Dad's Edge. Dad's mm-hmm. Edge, right? That was his thing. Mm-hmm. And I was fascinated by the tortured path he led Holy in his moly. own family and to, to reach the point that he reached. And, you know, the story he told. And Paxers, you really ought to listen to this uh, because it's it'll it'll hit you home because he's bound and determined to not be his own father. Mm-hmm. And he does that by withdrawing, right? He's like, yeah. yeah. But then ultimately, even trying to withdraw, he ends up hitting his kid when he's four years old. And yep. it, he sees the kid quiver and uh, shudder mm-hmm. in fear and realizes, harkens back to him doing the same thing when he was a boy and his father did it to him. And he chokes up. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm listening. I was actually listening this morning. I was washing dishes mm-hmm. in my kitchen mm-hmm. trying to, be an asset. So I was <laughs> washing dishes and I was listening to that. I was like, and the phone was sitting on the windowsill and I was like, I was like, what is this thing kick off for a second? No. Yeah. And I, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Sometimes I get through that part and sometimes I don't. Uh, it was very moving. Yeah. And I thought, and he remarked, 
Uh, Mike Drop had been out there three a few times mm-hmm. and remarked that yep. he saw consistencies. Yeah. Uh, and as every single guy from St. Louis does, you're like, so you're a Billiken, and there's this pause. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this guys just don't want to. <laughs> they don't. They never want to just admit and concede that they're a Billiken. Yeah, they can't. They can't handle. And because they, they know the next thing's coming, it's like, what the heck's a Billiken anyway? And none of them can explain it. Right. Right. That's a mythical clown. <clears throat> yeah. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Cl- <laughs> mythical clown. <laughs> All right, so yes, is it your primary purpose to love and protect your family? I think that's a the universal. Is yes. What you're getting at? Yes, there's going to be very few cultures across the world that are like, ah, it doesn't matter. Sure, culture-wise, no, but individuals right. may say, I don't think so. Well, Sonny Corleone loved and protected his family. All right, right? Uh, heck, the Godfather's about La Familia. Actually, that's Spanish. It's about the family. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know the yeah. right term, but yes. All right, so that's number one. Number two. Are you an asset to your community? Now, we usually say, will you be, will you an, be asset? an asset? Yes. But here we say, are you an asset? Are you? Right. Yeah. Because if I say, will you be an asset, that implies that you haven't been and you need to go. Uh, okay, sure. Are you means you are. Yes. Right? Well, and and, and that you've done something demonstrable to, to be so. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So uh, my demonstrable asset today was to, to wash the dishes. Boom. Boom. Hey, man. Yeah. Boom. (laughs) Boom. There's nothing wrong with that. All right. Third question, which again is somewhat familiar, but 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 phrased slightly differently. Okay. Do you accept the radical notions of liberty upon which this nation was founded? Right? Meaning? Meaning? All men are created equal. All men are created equal and the tomb was empty. Now, here's the tricky part, which we've explained a couple of times. Yes. But we'll do it again. Okay, accepting that the tomb was empty, mm-hmm. is a, that that is a radical notion, is not the same as believing it was. Right. And I know this is going to throw some people into a flat spin, or I guess I'm thinking it will. I will say this. No one's yelled at me yet. Okay. So right. we'll see. That's right. But. So, and I'll, <clears throat> I'll just retread this ground very briefly because I think it's... I it's, think it's it, useful. It's useful and it's a critical distinction that people need to understand. Yes. I believe... Based on faith. Yes. You know, faith, right? Belief in the unseen. Something yeah. that I, I could not have seen. Yes. I, I believe. That the stone was rolled away. That's right. That when Mary went to the tomb on Sunday, Jesus was not laid in there dead. Yeah. I believe that. I believe he was resurrected. Yes. That's the empty tomb. I also understand that as a result of that uh, happenstance in the year 30 or so, the world changed. It was a hugely impactful moment. Yes. Everything was different, even if it never actually happened. Right. So it's it's more of a, correct me where I, where I go off on this, it's, it's not that I believe in that radical notion, but I believe that saying that is a radical notion. That's right. And I accept the fact yeah. that that radical notion was carried to the ends of the earth by men who believed it, Men who went and to their cross to so. themselves believing yeah. it. Men or like stoned men like what? John, mm-hmm. who was dipped in boiling oil and somehow lived through it. And beheaded. <laughs> men like, no, he wasn't. John is the Oh, only, I'm sorry. I was thinking the Baptist. Yeah, he's the only one. I went uh, to Baptist. Yeah, My bad. Yeah. yeah, he's the only one who survived. <clears throat> uh, died na- of natural yeah. causes. Although he yes. was boiled in oil, right? Yes. Uh, Peter, who was crucified upside down. Yeah. In fact, all of the disciples, except for John, died in a grisly manner, holding fast to their belief that the tomb was empty. 
there's I can't remember what this guy's name was, but supposedly some saint uh, was being burned, uh, and he said, "I think I'm done on this side. You can flip me over." <laughs> I just can't remember who said that. And this saint is one, Dredd. This like is one of the, would say. this is one of the things. Yeah, some kind of sarc- I, I would be like, I might be saying that, or I might be going. Ah! <laughs> the, this is one of those things that caused me so deeply to believe, which is a lot of men will fight for things sure and a lot of men will um put on a good show but very few men are willing to die for a lie uh yeah especially in the ways that they right were and these were men who said they saw jesus subsequent to the yeah. crucifixion yeah so my belief is that the tomb was empty and but we're not asking that of Vinnie Van Centurions. No. We're asking Because that would you, require you then to be a Christian. Yeah, and we're not asking no, we're that. we're not saying that. We're asking you to accept the fact, A, that 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 notion mm-hmm. was radical. Yes. Right? The idea that that could have happened right. is nuts. And changed yeah, the totally world. radical. But also underpins the liberty, capital L liberty, that is baked into the, uh, the American view. Yeah. And the American experience. Because prior to that radical notion, right. treat others as you want to be treated, was not, didn't exist. was not a thing. Otherwise, he wouldn't have needed to say it. Right. And does that mean that Ameri- all the founding fathers were Christians? No. Does that mean you have to be a Christian? No. None of that. None of that. But many of the founding fathers were Christians. Yes. And the second radical notion, the Declaration of Independence, the declaration that all men are created equal. Mm-hmm. And the demand letter to King George to evacuate this not yet nation yet because he was in breach of contract, right. that was a radical notion. And that radical notion is founded upon the idea that the tomb was empty. So in a similar way, you don't have to actually believe that, that all men were created equal. Nope. But you just have to admit Ex- and believe and accept that's right. the fact that they wrote it and from there forward, right. drastic things changed. Now, that's right. And because of that, that this liberty that arises from that, mm-hmm. the 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 freedom that arises from that, uh, is the founding distinction of America, mm-hmm. and we would ask that you accept that. Yeah. Do you? Yes. Yes. I know you do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number four, um, <clears throat> which is similar but not quite the same thing. Right. As right. Yeah. Are you willing to defend what you say you believe and fight to hold the middle? Now, yeah. again, this takes a little unpacking, right? Yeah. Because what you believe might be somewhat different than what you are willing to accept. So if you accept the radical notions that mm-hmm. they were radical and did what they did, and as a result of that, we have this American liberty which provides equal protection and equal rights Mm -hmm. to all people, Christians, non-Christians, white, black, whatever, right? Right. If you believe in that, the liberty. Yes. If you believe in that, doesn't require you to accept, doesn't require you to believe in the radical notions, just to accept them. But if you believe in the result, in liberty, are you willing to fight for it to hold the middle? Mm -hmm. So you could be a guy agnostic, Jewish guy doesn't matter. Right. But you accept the radical notion of the end of the tomb. You accept the radical notion that all men are created equal. Mm-hmm. 
and you believe in the result, yeah, will you fight for it? Got it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. that's number four. Number five. Will you stay in the fight? Yeah, this is this is the one that we've never asked. No, never asked this. Yeah. We will you stay in the fight until the end? Yeah. And if I and were, for me, I'd say, well, what's the end? I was just gonna say <laughs> yes. I was gonna say, and that that bakes in there. It's a lot like a a, a, a grow ruck or something like that, where it's like an undetermined point in the future. We don't know. It's, it's if you go back a few chapters and we start talking about, you know, the part you skipped over with your daughters about the azimuth and yeah, yeah, we get <laughs> the pace count. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> it's over when the Lord says it's over. Yeah. You get yeah. to the end point of your particular part of this journey because you yeah. can look at it like now that we're having another, <clears throat> getting ready to have another Olympics, a, a passing of torches. Right. Right. Each of us, you and I are minivan centurions into our hands by other minivan centurions have been paced place this sword of freedom mm-hmm. that we that we now carry and in turn we'll place it in, in 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 hands as well. Yeah. You know, uh that's just something that we pass along, right? So the end might be it could be anything based on what you believe it might be the second coming. Uh it might be your personal end doesn't really matter. Right. As long as you are upright and wielding the sword Yeah, I say you you will have an end. Yes. If you are wielding the sword of liberty, then it ain't over yet. Right. But at some point, and I think this is in the preceding chapter, you will no longer be capable of doing that. Yes, I believe it is. And yeah. that sword will be gently tugged from your hand, and yeah. you want to know that another member of the cadre steps forth. Yeah. Which is why, and I think we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, whatever it was, you know, I jokingly, well, not so jokingly, said, uh, you know, that's why we employ the GDTL, right? Right. As we, we go and do that likewise. Right. We're trying to teach as many men as we can. That's right. And reach as many men as we can. So that there is a, uh, that that understanding is is carried on. So what I just read you those five questions that mm-hmm. is in fact the credo of the Mini Van Centurion, which yeah. is which is the name of the book. Yeah, that's that's the that's credo. It, the five questions and and the what then means if you answer all those questions the affirmative, and yet you will not right step forward because of. You're going to get called dirty names. This requires a commitment. Right. You know, you're going to have uh, nasty diapers in your cargo shorts. <laughs> your chi- your minivan's right. going to smell right. like chicken figures in yeah. despair. There will be fries that you find several years from now that you don't understand part how they of, got there. Part of the game. Yeah. But you don't play the game or fight the fight alone because there's a lot of us. Right. That's what the cadre is. Mm-hmm. That That's what the cadre is all about. And hopefully what we've done here is provide a a framework for belief that is sufficient and uh, rich enough that it provides you something yeah. real. Like you could say, this yeah. is, this is, this is what, this is this. Yeah. This is a, this right. is a, a, an explanatory document right. of, of what I believe and how I feel. And yet simultaneously, it's not so prescriptive that it doesn't allow room for, or liberty would be the right yeah, way to put it yeah, for, yeah. for for other beliefs. I'm trying to think of how. I mean, I would call, and I don't think it's very prescriptive. I would call the Q source more prescriptive than this. I would think so. Yeah, but and I don't feel like it's terribly prescriptive. No, I mean the Q source and this. I hope they're frameworks. If you took them together, they're frameworks, and what they do is provide you with governing or limiting principles, right? Rather than rules. Yeah, it's, um, it's the rules behind the rules. Anywhere, yeah. Yeah. The cow has freedom within the fence. Right. You know, right? But you put the fence up because right. you don't want it to fall in the ditch. I I can do anything 
but not anything is not everything is good for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, that that's the the challenge of free will, right? Yeah. That we get to choose for ourselves as men whether or not we're going to make full use of those three dots we've been given mm-hmm. to the end the kind of ends we've described here. We we have that liberty. Yeah. And uh it's funny how men will demand freedom and not to be told what to do. And then when it is given to them, they have no idea what to do next and end up begging to be told what to do. And that's why they'll gladly elect terrible leaders, seek a king. Sure. I mean, just uh, abdicate to meteorologist Jim. Right. Anything. Just please don't make me figure it out. That's right. Yeah. They will willingly subject themselves to to a despot. Mm -hmm. Willingly. Well, we saw it. I mean, we've seen it throughout history. Seen right? it throughout history, and it repeats itself now. Yeah. Um, that's that's kind of the. I mean, that's kind of the human condition, right? It is, and that's why I think it is uh, both evident and critical that we continue down this path. All ye who would. Uh, amass themselves around this burgeoning social movement of two plus of two plus. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, good. I'm glad, uh, that was a labor of love for me to write it. Took oh, me, yeah. took me several hours to do so. So <laughs> as though he sat in one day, no, I mean, uh, several the, hours yeah. over the course of, of a long time, a long, yeah. t- a long, several time. months. Yes. Yeah. But, um, so I think that, uh, that now, um, guys may be listening and thinking to themselves, well, what next with the podcast? So, yeah, well, because it, you know we're we've sort of been through the book ish, but we jumped. We didn't really. Do yeah, we missed some fir- of the first right. chapters. So, uh, <coughs> I think so we're gonna go back. We're gonna go back and uh, maybe hit a little more detail. Mm-hmm. And beginning, I think we'll, beginning with the introduction. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah. We'll start with start there, and I think what we'll also do. Uh, so, number one, if you're MC curious, feel free to ask us questions. That's always a thing you can. Uh, hit me up at uh, darkhelmet at f3nation.com. Uh, actually, I probably shouldn't use that one. No, you should use you dark hel- at darkhelmet at mccurious.com. <laughs> I don't have that one. Yeah, you can hit me up at uh, frank at g3l.com. So with that, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go back and we'll cover those old chapters, but we'll also start bringing in, uh, I mean, questions that you may have if you have them, um, but also uh, events uh, and things that we see in our world today um, and help put those in a lens of how a minivan centurion might uh, continue to fight for the middle oh, okay. amongst them. Because I think, uh, you know, that's one of the beauties of, and again, not in a prescriptive way, but kind of in a, a stuff worth trying, you know, right, kind of a right. way. WWMCD. Yeah. What what would an the MC Curious do? What would Centurion do? What would Minivan Centurions do? I didn't mean to make it that hard. Prepare to have little yellow bands. WWMCD. What would Minivan Centurions do? Yeah, yeah. And so you know, not to be overly dramatic, which sometimes I am. Yeah. Uh, America, dark, in my opinion, stands at a little bit of a precipice. You know, much like the Roman Empire, we dominated the world, Roman Republic rather. Um, we've engaged in a grand project of democratic rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a very, a relatively short but extremely impactful run. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, 
as I've said several times, that run and our democracy and, and our republic are based upon liberty yeah. and freedom, and those things are always close run. Yeah. And uh, gathering, as as it does periodically, are, are the forces that would seek to uh, infringe upon that liberty for a variety of reasons. Yeah, sure. And it doesn't, the motives to me are not all that important. And that's the beauty of being an anandist, right? Is that we're not really imputing motives right. necessarily toward a certain individuals. Only, or if whatever, we, but, only if we must, but I mean, it, the, I, I think you could make an argument that, that COVID uh, has been a bit of a test run uh, yeah. for other things that could or might happen, mm-hmm. or it's completely random, who knows. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, when faced with a crisis of sorts, mm-hmm. Um, to see how would we react? Would we abandon the governing principles of liberty in favor of security at all costs, or would we seek a balance, which between the general health and safety of people and our and our governing principles? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say fifty fifty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, there was yeah. th- about half the the voices were in favor of a balance. Mm-hmm. And half the voices were fairly comfortable, if not highly desirable, of discarding our governing principles uh, in the name of crisis, saving, saving one person, exigent circumstance, yeah. emergency, and security for all. All of which I would call goo. Yeah, universal happiness. Yeah, yeah. So we've kind of gotten to see how it rolls out. Now, America is funny. It's such a big place that. It kind of goes state by state, county by county, right? Yeah, but, you know, and it's odd that people are have been are gathered up geographically by their common viewpoint, mm-hmm. which I would, on the one hand, call liberalism, capital L liberalism, which sure. is to be uh, strict strict adherence to our governing principles. Uh, they seem to gather together geographically, which I don't have an explanation for. So yeah. Uh, outside the United States, it's clearly true, like Australia, New Zealand, uh, which share both, you know, um, colonies of, of England as we are, share a common tradition. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the same traditional notions of fair play and substantial justice and liberalism, and yet both Australia and New Zealand completely abandoned governing principles. Oh, yeah. Just tossed them right out. And, and yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of fascinating. Switzerland, a place I don't think of as being steeped in in right. in English, you know, or Anglo-Saxon um, common law or viewpoints of mm-hmm. of, of liberty, mm-hmm. was much more uh, um, held held much more tightly to mm-hmm. uh, free individual freedom. Super interesting. Did I say Switzerland? I meant to say Sweden. Sweden. We'll back up. Yeah. Okay. Say. Yeah. So Sweden. Mm-hmm. On the other hand. On the other hand, which is not a place that you associate with. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know sure. the the traditional English you know mm-hmm. notions of uh, freedom. They were much more devoted to, to individual liberty. Yeah. It's funny because yeah, I would see guys you know tweet out statistics and things like that, and I was like, hmm. Yeah. This time. Hmm. Right, you know. So it was, uh, and and I think I've said before to a great extent that I was motivated to write this book by w- what transpired during the COVID crisis. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, because I think it, I actually, you know, I'm tend to be optimistic. I actually believe that this gave us a a low risk, low damage way of flushing it out. Oh yeah. No, I I, I tend to agree uh, on that one, and and my wife and I have had many discussions about that because, and <clears throat> in our you know, faith tradition, like we look and go, you know, we've been told certain kinds of things for a long time, you know, and, and I guess really any Christian faith tradition, you, there's certain things in the Bible and other things, right? That, you know, prophecy and things like that about where we're headed and, you know, whatever. And we go, you know, we've been told things for a long time. And this was a real interesting way to figure out if we were actually doing them or not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, do we actually love your neighbor? Mm. <laughs> do we love our neighbor? Yeah. Do we actually hold these truths to be self-evident? Right. Yeah. I yeah. don't, you know, I mean, uh, we'll talk about this more, but you know the most basic of of individual liberties is what you say. I mean, what and uh, to with whom you assemble? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, and yeah. What you yeah. write the the <laughs> the big three, the first ones, right? For, yeah, that's the yeah. Fir, you know First Amendment. Yeah, is the the most basic and fundamental yeah. of our individual liberties and. There yeah, are, essentially, do you have the right to think a thing right. and then express it in some way? Right. That's right. Yeah, and uh, that freedom—that freedom has been under attack since COVID started. Mm-hmm. And I—I uh, I didn't think I would hear a, such a large portion of the United States call for people to be silenced for expressing opinions about still doing it. And I—I I mean it about COVID one way or the other. Uh-huh. You know. So and so should not be able to speak because they're spreading oh, yeah. misinformation, or it should be illegal. Like that's protected speech, but it's not true. Lies are protected. You know, if you could prove it was a lie, if you could but, prove it was a lie. But if it's a, an opinion right. with which you simply disagree, you know, if somebody says, "I," it's my opinion that COVID originated in a lab in Wuhan, China, and that opinion is is for some reason considered to be outside the pale of protected speech. That's crazy. That's yeah. So we've gotten to see that, right? And and as you've said many, many times, and as I think bears out, and that is if you want to combat something you believe is not true, the only way that you can truly combat it is to provide more truth. To be heard in response. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Yeah. Like to have better evidence. Right. To have, you know, and to and to say, well, uh, okay, I don't think that's the case. And here's why I don't think that's the case. Right. And then let people make their own uh, their own decisions. It's, right? it's human nature. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's very difficult if I'm in court saying a motion hearing, you know, not a trial, and the other lawyer saying something which not only do I disagree, but I think is premised on, mm-hmm. on faulty logic or it's not true at all. I've got to sit there and let them say it. Oh, yeah, right. If I were to interrupt him to try to stop him from saying it, the judge would say, you'll get your chance, Mr. Redding. Yeah, yeah hold tight. That's out you of order. You get your chance. Yeah. He gets to talk, then you get to talk. Yeah. And that's the that's it. That's the way it works. You know, it's funny, and you just popped into my head, and, and uh, you know, we get, and, and this is going to sound a little self-serving, right, but we get compliments a lot on uh, our girls and how well-behaved they are and how polite they are and how kind they are and, and, and all these kinds of things. And they are. They are great. 
much like all kids, you know, they have, <laughs> they've got plenty of uh, sure. negative stuff too. Right. And, and most of it comes out at home because they're better behaved with right. other people than they are in your well, house. Well, yeah, they, they, they were know. over a friend's house and they're like, man, your daughters are so well behaved. Right. Right. And I'm like, oh, which, wait, meanwhile, which one? they're upstairs, you know, yeah, dunking each other's yeah. <laughs> ponytails and the inkwells. Exactly, right. Exactly. Um, and uh, people ask a lot of times and they're like, what, do, what do you do? Like, what do you do? How do you do that? And it's funny because Tracy and I have talked about it. And the thing that we do is very little. We allow for as as much liberty as humanly possible within reason, right? You know, twelve year old says, "I want to drive the car." Okay, right? We're not, gonna, you know, no, right. right? Right. But but as much liberty as possible, and they have largely figured it out on their own. That's a fact. Well, they they can understand. Well, number one, that's why they say these truths are self evident. Yeah. So they're already written in their hearts. Yeah. And they. Kids know it's funny when they say something. It's like that's at the heart of fundamental liberty. You know, kids like when they say that's not fair. Yeah, like, our kids. So like, if yeah. you, if two kids are in a fight and you and you let one of them tell their side and not the other, yeah. and they they know that's not right. Right. You know, and because they're kids, they're trying to interrupt each other. And you know, you sure. say when they're little, if you start out saying, you know, my daughter Carson's going to say what her piece, and then Jenna, my second daughter, she's going, you're going to get to say your piece. Jenna's interrupting. I'm like, stop. Right. You're going to get to talk as long as you want. <laughs> yeah. But right now, that's right. it's Carson's turn. That's right. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's all parents do that, right? Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if they don't. So it's like, if you're going to tell your kid to shut up, which I think is not a good way to put it anyway. Yeah. But if they're saying things that you don't want to hear, if you silence them, then you're teaching them that that's a legitimate response to unwanted speech. Yeah. Now, if they're saying things that are unkind and or you know that right. are that let's put it to if they are saying things that transgress your family values yeah yeah calling and, your sister names and or something you say like there's going to be consequences for what you're saying right go ahead <laughs> right right and then you made a choice whether or not you wanted those consequences right. or whether you want to say it differently if you talk yeah. back to your mother there's going to be consequences for right. that yeah, but I never told my children to shut up, no, or be quiet because I wanted them to understand that their right to yeah. to speak is something that I valued as well. Yeah, and, and we might go a little doctor, more doctor Spocky, uh, you know, or something, and, and and we might say to them something along the lines of, "Hey, I, I get that you're frustrated, you know, and so right. I, I appreciate that, but I'm." I'm pretty sure there's a different way that we do things around here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's just yeah, parenting, okay. right? Yeah. But if you don't conduct yourself as a parent, if you don't conduct yourself um, in a way that's consistent with our with our values, then they won't grow up understanding them and knowing them. I think somebody told me this once. It's like one of the reasons you should be a good father is because that's a child's first view of God. I right. agree with that. So it, the way you conduct yourself will implant or imprint upon their little baby brains and child brains mm -hmm. the image of God that they will carry with them. And I'm glad I got that advice long before I believed in God, because mm -hmm. I didn't believe in God when my children were born, because I s still tried to practice it, and I'm glad I did. I, I, I'm glad you did, too. Oh. I wish that I had heard that, because I'll tell you, it, it, um, it really made it tough to submit to God, to, to trust any, anything, uh, with relation to that, uh, based on the yeah. the relationship I have with my dad, right? Yeah, 
Of course, it's you know it's difficult because you know you're the you would view God at yeah. Like, how so is she supposed to do it? My my father is is was um, there was present, mm-hmm. but was uh, and was generally fair. Okay, sure. Um, but was distant. Uh, so sort of uh, emotionally absent. Yeah, kind of an emo- emotionally distant. Uh-huh. Uh, Kind of an Episcopal God of sorts. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> See, mine was full on. <laughs> Which is why I think I was, I was when I originally came to faith, I was an Episcopalian, because I think that ah, conformed with sure. my image of God. Not quite just a complete clockwinder, but really not the, you know, involved God of 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 my faith now. I mean, my yeah. my denomination now. Yeah. Um, when I was an Episcopalian... And maybe it's just the particular church I went to. Uh-huh. You know, we didn't pray fervently for the intercession of God in the affairs of man. Uh, we didn't. Mm. We did not pray that He would intercede into the lives of the faithful. Interesting. We would praise Him, sure, um, and confess to Him and say, you know, I used to call it uh, praying a Ouija's instead of Jesus because we, <laughs> Lord, we just. <laughs> Um, want you to know how grateful we are for the life, and we just hope oh, that we're, goodness. you know, we just hope. Yeah, that, I'm yeah. like, who's we just? Oh, it's, oh, sorry, yeah. oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I don't remember a lot of in- intercessory prayer. Yeah, saying, Lord, I I need you. I want you yeah. to heal, um, Frank's anxiety or whatever. Yeah, whatever it might I'm be. Saying, yeah. Um, yeah. No, no. I was, gonna, I was trying to say something smart, smart ass, and I couldn't think of it. Oh, his uh, giant head. Yeah, I, I want you, you to heal uh, his right. giant headness. I, I want you to cleanse him of his. You know, so <laughs> which I shouldn't be making a joke about this because I'm no. dead serious. Yeah. Uh, it's to that to seek God's intercession in the lives of His faithful is what we're told to do, and pray on the Spirit of all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all of God's people. Right. Ephesians six eighteen, right? That's that's Q source stuff. I mean, he's we're not told to we just right. We're told to ask him all the time for stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Seek his right. all his grace kinds and his of, guidance and all, all the things. All yeah. kinds of prayers and requests. Uh, KJV uh, flocks, fields. Uh, you know, right. pray over all these things unceasingly, unceasingly. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, um, this is something that you can help your children understand mainly by doing it. Yeah. Sincerely. Yeah. I, in a, in a somewhat different context, I noticed that all three of my daughters go to the gym almost every day. Really? Yeah. They, they go to the YMCA or they go to the school gym or, you know, and they, they work out or they go, you know, they'll say, can I get a month, monthly membership at this, you know, some kind of faddish workout place. They want to give it a shot or whatever. But they they all have the habit of working out. I've never gone in the gym with them. You know, when we had oh, F three kids here or whatever. Yeah, yeah. In uh, Charlotte, I didn't. I, they were a little bit. I just we just never did it. Yeah, it's different for having girls there too. But yeah, yeah but I mean, it's yeah. just it's not <clears throat> just didn't come up. It's not something we shared. Together. No, but they see it as a value, right. and they recognize that it's something that they recognized that you've done. it as their father did, mm-hmm. consistently and sincerely, and they've. Adopted, start children off in the way they should go, and right. even when they are they older, they'll not turn from it. Doesn't mean simply telling them what to do, right. but but manifesting it in your own life. In fact, 
that's probably the only way they're going to learn it. Probably the only way they're going to learn it and replicate it. Fair. You might fact funnel them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah. force. Right. You know, like if I Intellectually, like, they may get it. Right. But for them to for them to transform their own behavior right. to, to meet a standard, then they're going to, yeah, you're going to have to be doing it too. You're going to have to be doing it. Because you can't be a hypocrite. Well, it's, uh, maybe, it's yeah. a little bit of the opposite of hypocrisy. It's like if, if I say, you know, physical fitness is, is, is a good thing. Right. And then I, but I never work out. I'm not sure that makes me a hypocrite as, okay. as just kind of, you know, weak. Yeah. Okay. Like just throwing something out there. Right. Yeah. I mean, to me, a hypocrite, I, I would have to say physical fitness is a, is a, is a man is mandatory. You must do it and all this stuff. And I'm, I'm living like John. I'm not Hutt. doing it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair. Right. So maybe a little more, less extreme than hypocrisy. Yeah. It's Fine. just more of a, like a lack of, of I will commitment. relent, yeah. but I will say this, uh, what you just said is the essential, one of the, the big essential reasons since we adopted our primary purpose as loving and protecting our family. Right. Yep. So therefore as men, we must, uh, be the minivan centurions we've been called to be. Yeah. I agree. And, uh, so we have to love and protect our family. We do that. I will, <laughs> I will it is my primary purpose to oh, do so. Good. Good. You, you got any questions for me? Uh, will you, are you an oh, asset you. to your community? I believe I am. And I tried desperately to do so. Hey, uh, quick question for you at the yeah. end here. Um, Will you, because this is something that's valuable to me. Yes. Will you uh, help me fight and hold the middle? I will be there right by your side <laughs> to help you when you falter. Will you also, <laughs> will you uh, also uh, tell me that I have a face that is fit only for radio? You have a giant head and a smallish face <laughs> that is fit uh, for radio and anything else where it's it's not visible to the to the public to the, to the naked eye. Yeah. Uh, well, fortunately, this as a podcast uh, is not one of those. Uh, oh wait, no, I guess it is. It, it is. is. You've been listening to the Minivan Centurion. If you liked it, share it, rate it, and review it. Then join us every week while we talk about what it's going to take to fulfill our duty as men and leaders. You were made for these times. The road will be rough, but you're up to the task. You don't fight alone. You fight alongside centurions. Centurions.